Good morning. Hey there, sweet pea. Hey, you were coughing all night. You okay? Did you sleep all right? Hey, why do you wake up with only one sock on? Let's have some breakfast. Let's go. Why, hello there, friends. I am Tori Phantom here with my husband, Jimothy. Jimothy is me. And you are listening to the Phantom Family Podcast. You are, or you're watching it. Or you're watching it. Yeah, it might be better. Is this a visual show? Not when you're looking at me, it's not. It's not better. I think you're quite pretty. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can take a compliment. I'm proud of you. Great at it. Thank you. Tell me more. Give me more. I'll, I'll accept them all day. Give I like me one. your face. Ah, yes, thank you. Give me more. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> me too. All right. But that's not what we're here for. It's not to make people uncomfortable. We're, we're here to do what? I don't know, honestly. Uh, we're here to entertain. We're here to talk. Yes, we do it's, talk. That's why we have a podcast. It's a talking cast, it's a, and that's it's what we do. It's a talking podcast, as it were. Yes, it is. So how have you been in the last month since we've I've been awful, content? actually. Thank you for asking. Yes, yes, um, you've been I had, awful. I had COVID. I did. Proud of you. For what? Finally just getting it out of the way. No. Just building up some antibodies. illness. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the first time I left my house, uh, I, I'd stayed home uh, away from people, away from friends, away from socializing for over two years. And I was like, oh, I should throw my kid a birthday party because I felt bad. You see, I had the mom guilt. I was like, I, I have the mom guilt because my kids have also not left the house or done anything social in over two years. Let me throw her a 10th birthday party because that's a big one, 10 is. And I was like, all right, like, surely we will be fine if this is the only thing that I do out of my house that that isn't absolute necessity. I have not much have left my house at all for over two years because I, I didn't want to get sick anyway. So I got COVID at the birthday party. Uh, as you do. As I did. There was a little boy there. He needed a lot of help. Uh, he's a little sweetheart, but he's very soft-spoken. And so when he'd try to ask me for help, I'd lean into his little his, his little face to say, I can't hear you, sweetie. What, what, what do you need? And he'd, and he'd say it seven times. Anyway, uh, turns out next day, his mom texted me, said he, he tested positive. So um, all that help he needed, um, he was also breathing germs directly into my face so i did text his mother a week later to see how he was doing because uh i i was not the only one that was sick and she said that he uh he is just fine right now that's good that's good he's just fine uh so i checked on him and his family uh they're fine we're fine i was the only one who got sick in our house uh but it was a week it was a week in isolation uh hey to be fair i stood at the bottom of the stairs and sent you food and water you did i very much appreciate that so (laughs) uh (laughs) so anyway this week we're going to talk about being sick which sounds like why why would you talk about that but honestly like think about that as a parent as a child there there is uh six semantics that happened in a in a family six six semantics yes Uh, do you think there's any books about that there are i'm sure a hundred thousand million books at least on audible.com about parenting and or treating your children with sickness or something. Where are you leading with this? 
It's audible. Yeah, that's where I'm leading with this. Yes, it's the audible commercial portion of the broadcast podcast, Narrowcast. So if you go to audibletrial.com slash phantom, you can get yourself a free trial. As long as you've never had audible before, sign up for it right there. You get one month with a free book. If you're a Prime member, you get two free credits. And then every month after that, $14.95 a month, you get a free credit to use toward any book in the in the, in the marketplace. It's Audible. You can listen to stuff. I actually had a good recommendation to me. I went to a... Uh, a, uh, I don't, I don't. It's called a Goblin Market. It was here in a town in Kentucky. It's a, it was a, it's a weird town. And I talked to some weird people, and it was really awesome. I bought this sign right behind me here, and the guy who ran the museum that sold that was telling me about a book by a UFO researcher named Ivan T. Sanderson reading his notes over the Flatwoods Monster case. So that is my current checking out. I recommend you guys check out whatever you want after you sign up and get a free trial. AudibleTrial.com slash Phantom. Do the thing. Satori. Yes. I hear you've been sick. Yeah, I was just talking about it. How many times as a kid were you sick? Were you a sickly child? That's a complicated question. Uh, <laughs> I I was a I kid. Think the I question got, is not I got struck answer, a lot maybe. as a kid, but I also skipped school a lot by pretending to be sick. I wasn't sick. I was mentally ill, so still kind of sick. Okay, true. However. Uh, I didn't have the language or that I needed to express what was wrong. And so I would pretend that I was physically ill so that I could stay home from school because mentally I was struggling. And so I spent a lot of days homesick from school when I wasn't actually like physically sick, but I, I didn't, I couldn't be at school. Okay. I had perfect attendance from kindergarten through high school. Can we talk about that? Can't relate. I think we should talk about that. Let's talk about perfect attendance at school. And how that's an awful thing to try to to make your kids feel bad about and how it's actually super ableist as well to expect perfect attendance from children as if there's not other things going on, as if you can control whether or not you uh, get sick, as if it's some sort of uh, badge of honor to to never need a day off or never get sick, Um, as if it's just teaching these kids that capitalism is the way to go, actually. It's the way to go. Don't ever, don't ever not work. Don't ever not work. That's what it's teaching kids. It's, it's pointless. Uh, my kids, they, they miss school whenever they need to. There's no pressure. If they're sick, they're staying home, and they know that. Uh, no no worries at all about it. Uh, I had perfect attendance when I was in like elementary school uh, for quite some time. Even if I was kind of sick, I'd still go to school. And uh, then I got real burnt out, as it turns out. I had a lot going on in my personal life as a child. That's actually a lot of children have a lot of stuff going on in their personal lives. And I and I think that's overlooked a lot. And that's really unfair because kids have issues too and, and they can't control what their family life is like. So uh, anyway, I'm glad you had perfect attendance, Jim. That was they so, gave that's... me a clock. I have a clock. It's, it's at my aunt's house right now in the... Um... Curio cabinet, armoire. I don't know what you call that thing. Yeah. It's it's the thing full of knickknacks. Um, but it's in there. I have a clock. Have I got I it. Have I seen the clock? I don't know. I don't know if you've ever seen my clock. Or are not. you was it worth it? Like as a thirty how old are you? Are you thirty six? It's I'm I'm of an as, age. As a man who is nearing forty. <laughs> are you happy you had perfect attendance in school? Are you happy you have the clock? Like, does it matter now? No. 
Has the, it ever mattered? The clock doesn't matter to me, but I don't feel bad that I had perfect attendance because I wasn't right. I wasn't pressured to have perfect attendance. For me, yeah. it, it wasn't a thing like it was like, you're going to school, you're getting perfect attendance. You're going. Right. It, that, that was never an issue. Like I was, I, there were plenty of times I missed the bus and I had to have um, uh, parental figures who didn't live in the house with me come get me mm. and take me to school. And I got there late, but it still was fine yeah so it was never for me it wasn't a put upon thing like it wasn't a pressure like you have to go like of of all the things that i had like getting decent grades was but the perfect attendance part wasn't like if i had had been sick like really really sick i feel like i could have stayed home but i never i didn't get sick as a kid yeah like I you just, get sick a lot as an adult though i've gotten more you do. sick you get sick that's because i i have kids now who are yeah, kind of gross. I didn't have a lot of contact See, with people. Back I missed. Then. I missed a lot of school when I was a kid. Um, Did you have people spitting and sneezing in your face a lot back then? No, I told you. I, I we just went. We just went over. I know. This, I was. I was. We I was. I was mentioning the fact that our children oh. sneeze in my face a lot. That's yeah, they why do I that. Get sick now. That's true. They do that. I didn't um, have that as a child. Yeah, myself. that's fair. Um, <laughs> I missed a lot of school as a kid. I would do every trick in the book to make myself seem sick. And I'll tell you, that's one of the things that I kind of keep in my pocket. Uh, if, if one of the kids, our kids have very rarely ever said, I'm sick, I can't go to school. Like, I don't know that they've ever said that. I feel like generally speaking, when our kids have missed school for being sick, it's been like me being like, bro, you got a fever. You can't go to school. And they're mad about it. Like, they want to be at school. I've, I've had more disappointment that the kids, yeah. they want to be at school. And I'm telling them, you're actually not allowed to go to school. Because Especially you are likely contagious. They hate missing Fridays. Yes, they do. They do hate missing Fridays. But so that's kind of just something I keep in my pocket, because although it's not something we've run into with the kids yet, where they've wanted to stay home from school, where they're saying, I'm sick, I can't go to school. They're also not in that that weird age of of preteenness where there might be other things going on where they don't want to go to school. And and that's something that I kind of hold in my pocket as mental health days are important, whether you're in your 30s or you're in your preteens, like your mental health matters no matter how old you are, because as it turns out, your brain is always there and and it can have issues. Hmm. So uh, <laughs> that's just kind of something that that I know that the kinds of things that I used to say when I was a kid to try to get out of school when I wasn't sick, but I needed my mom to believe I was sick so I wouldn't have to go. And, and I'm just kind of very cognizant of that, because if that turns into a thing that we need to take care of, like if if. Our kids get older and they start to kind of say this language of like, well, I can't go to school. I'm so sick. I'm so sick. And they're obviously not sick. Well, that's that's going to beg the question. Well, what's really going on? Because I'm not going to make them go to school. Like if they're unwell and, and they say they can't go to school, like I feel like there needs to be a trust there. But generally speaking, if they don't want to go to school, why? I mean, it. Yeah. It's it's I don't know. It's it's for me. It's 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 a different thing. I look at things a little bit different. I'm a little bit more of a. Structure-based parent. I, I I go by rules and you go by feelings. So that's uh, I think is the I think big you need to clarify us. that you're joking. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's really important that you clarify that that's ju- that that was not the reality. <laughs> I think I feel I would say I feel like anyone who knows me and knows us knows that that was malarkey. Uh, but yes, <laughs> I don't I don't know I don't, I, I although more, I do I, I would am say more in tune with their feelings. No, say something. Sorry. I don't know what I was going to say. No, you interrupted me and I forgot. Thanks, bro. Sorry. I'm Continue. Sorry. No, no, I don't have. I was just saying because you were you were saying that you're you are more structure based. I'm more feeling based, which isn't exactly. No, true. I was just, I was that was that was just not me. That was just me saying a thing. Um, what what I would say 
is, let me gather my thought here, which I usually do while you're talking. So I'm not really good with on the spot talking here. Do why you want me to start talking so that you can think? I can do, I can talk. I'm so good at it. You, you're fairly good at talking. No, I would say I, I, I'm not one to just like give in and just say like, oh, you know, like, oh, you don't want to do this. Oh, no, you don't have to do this. Like, heck no. Let's say I want to eat ice cream today. Like, obviously, I'm not I don't like think that you either. would be that way either. <laughs> no, not at all. But it's it is one of those things where for me as a kid, I don't think I don't think that I probably would have been allowed to stay home if I'd been sick. Honestly, there was no one to watch me. I couldn't have stayed home if I wanted to. Do you to. think anyone watched me? No, no one was watching me. I was watching The Price is Right, eating ramen noodles out of the microwave, Jim. There was no one watching me. I was 10 years old, sitting alone, watching Ghost Ship. No one should have let me watch Ghost Ship. My mom told me very specifically she got the, the DVD for Scary Movie, right, because I wanted to see it. It looked like it was funny on the previews, on the commercials, and she watched it. She got it and watched it and said, you are not allowed to watch Scary Movie. And so what did I do? When I stayed home sick, I watched scary movie i saw something for the first time when i watched that that i did not i was not old enough to see i should have listened i should not have watched scary movie but i did uh but that's when i was homesick i wasn't sick i was i was it was chaos it was it was like you ever uh you ever read the book lord of the lord of the flies yes (laughs) it was like that but i was by myself and eating popsicles so you were piggy and all of them yeah Piggy being the kid who falls with the rock in the head. Yeah, and the, I, yeah I'm aware. Yes. I've read it, too. That's why I brought it up. Did you have a conch? I did. Did you go? <laughs> you think I had supervision? <laughs> like, I loved being home alone. I loved my sick days because it was the only time my house was peaceful growing up. It was like, man, look at this alone time that I have. And I still treat it that way. Like, I was sick the last week. I'm in isolation. What am I doing? Just eating snacks and catching up on America's Next Top Model from seven years ago. That's what I did. Did you ever watch that before? No. I've never watched it in my life. I've watched America's Next Top Model. Anytime I'm sick, like, I'm going to end up watching. Like, I get to a point, if I'm sick enough, where I'm going to watch America's Next Top Model. It's horrible. It's an awful show. It's it's horrible. Everything about it is horrible. Uh, But that's... Hot take. You just... You eat snacks and you watch it, you know, like that's, that's what you do when you're sick. I, if I'm sick, if I'm sick enough that I'm going to be locked away, I'm usually laying and sleeping and crying. I, I did plenty of crying. Like that's not mutually exclusive from America's Next Top Model. Like, but I won't be focusing on anything. Like the earlier this year, when I had that really bad sinus infection, I just laid on the couch and like slept all day. Yeah, and, and was just in dire pain. It was awful. Yeah, I mean, I was in pain too. I was still like I watched Bo Burnham's Inside like fifteen times in the first thirty six hours of illness. I think I just let Beans watch YouTube while I was there. Uh, yeah. I didn't want to do anything because it was just, way too hot. I don't know. For me, They're like sick. the way that my brain works, I am always going like I very much um, I can't stop being productive. I have a whole lot. I'm working through that in therapy. I got I can't stop being productive or I feel an immense amount of guilt. And so when I'm sick, I'm like, wow, I don't have to be productive because I can't actually be productive. Let me try to do something right now. Like like maybe I have a fever of 103, but let me just what is relaxing? Let me play Pokemon Snap. Like, that's that's what being sick is for you. I'm like, wow, it's a break. I still worked while I was sick. I, I, I still was working. I would have loved to work while you were sick, but I was stuck here 
with the children. And it's, I think, the funniest thing. I was not able I, to I work. I think, you know, it's it's funny when you think about perspective um, because you made me laugh. You made me laugh a lot the other night when you you looked at me and you said, I think my week has been harder than yours. It was. And and you said that. You said that with your chest. Like You, you had one person to deal with. You meant it, too. You're like, yeah, my week was harder than yours. And it I'm like, I'm like, hard. I had COVID. Like, I was very sick. And you're like, what you should, do you want to switch? Do you want to try my week? And I'm sitting here like, that's my life. You just, you just did about half of what I do ever. The worst part is... <laughs> I tried cleaning and staying kept up on things, and you literally came down the first 10 minutes out of isolation and, like, spotlessly cleaned the place. And I was like, I don't appreciate being made look this bad. <laughs> but it's, like, it's perspective because he said that, and, like, part of me was, like, offended, like, like switch for a week. You literally just, like, lived my life for the last five years. But then it's, like, it's the reality. He's never had to do that. And it, he didn't say that in a way that was, like, trying to be offensive. It was just, it was that perspective was missing of, like, wait. I just took over your life for a week. And so I think it I think it helped because he needed he needed that to to recognize like, oh, this is why Tori's tired all the time. Except the difference between me and you, I would go to bed at reasonable times. Yeah, well, see, I can't go to bed at a reasonable time because if I go to bed at a reasonable time, I have zero time to myself. I don't care about that. I I want rest. My resting time is my time to myself. I need an hour or three to just exist with no one needing me and no one touching me. I'm just sitting on the couch. That's it. That's what I'm doing. I'm just sitting on the couch. It's a very important part for my mental health. You get up and pace. You still walk. I do a lot of pacing. You don't do a lot of sitting. I don't do a lot of sitting. This podcast recording, this is the longest you will sit in place. We've been guests on other people's podcasts. And I just leave. And you have gotten up and left because you physically cannot sit there. This is hard for me, actually, right now. I I can tell you're being very fidgety. (laughs) Like you, You want to get up and sprint right now. I do. That is what you want to do. I do. I do. But your parents would just let you stay home? Well, not always. I would I would I would play the part, right? But you have to think as well that my parents uh Wait. were neglectful and abusive. <laughs> so like that's an important Oh yeah. That's, that's a special ingredient. That's it. Where's the where, No, where it's there it is. I didn't know what you were looking for, or else I would have. Yeah, that. it's the trauma. I was looking for the trauma dump. I should Sorry. put the labels on. Um, these. We should put the labels on those. But my parents didn't like. They didn't take care of me, right? So like, if uh, me staying home sick, they really didn't care so long as they didn't get a truancy notice, because then it put them in then jeopardy. It's on them. Right, but otherwise they didn't care what I was doing. You know, I would stay home sick, and they like no one's checking on me. I was home alone. No one cared what I was up to. Um, I didn't, you know, like it, it was like going down. We had a second freezer in the basement and I'd find some really old freezer burnt food. And like, that's what I was eating, you know, Delicious. like, and that, that was what I was eating when I wasn't playing sick as well. But like, you know, like no one, I feel like that would have made you sick. Like no one, no one cared. No one was paying attention to me. So staying home sick was just like, it, it didn't matter. So long as my parents weren't going to get in trouble for truancy, they didn't care what I did. Yeah. Which I honestly, truancy wasn't a thing that I knew anything about. Again, because I had perfect attendance. And I got a truancy I notice had, one year. I had no idea what that even was. Um, even I, I would say with my, although my cousin, who I will say this, I'll use her as an example, who lived in the house with me. 
she was a a drama queen at her tender age of eight, nine, possibly. And she, no, yeah, 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 yeah. And she, one Saturday, maybe Sunday, she fell off her bike. I watched her fall. I was in my bedroom looking out the window. I saw her fall off of her bike, fell flat over onto her arm, onto uh, this upper part, whatever the big muscle is behind your, uh, is the humerus? Is that your humerus? Muscle or bone, buddy? The bone. The, the bone? The bone? The big bone inside of here? I don't remember. think it's your humerus. I don't know. Any bone fans out there, you know what I'm talking about. The uh, This part of the arm. Anyway, the, uh, she fell and she broke it. Broke no one it. believed her. Clean break right in the middle. And uh, no one believed her because she cried about everything all the time. Like, every time she would get upset, she would cry. She would always get mad and, like... Just pretty much always be crying, always being like, oh, he did this, he did that, oh, he did that. And was always crying over, like, the simplest stuff. So at a point, it got to where she would cry, and people were like, uh-huh, okay. So no one believed that she broke her arm. So this is on Saturday. Sunday comes. She's complaining her arm hurts. Monday, she's complaining that her arm hurts. And her teacher goes, hey, I think something is wrong with your kid. She has been complaining about her arm. So my aunt takes her to the hospital. They get an x-ray. She's got a broken arm. So... As it turns out, she wasn't crying wolf in that moment, but she had cried wolf so much that no one believed her. Yeah. And then she she ended up getting sick. Or no, she ended up having to take some, you know, a day yeah. off school to have a cast and all that. And yeah. there it was. But that that was the thing. She did she went straight back to school with the cast on. Right. So I don't know if I, that applies to this episode. I, I feel like it does. It kind of shows that your parents didn't care either. <laughs> well, it it was to be fair, I was lumping lump me kid, into that because I didn't care either because well, all she did was cry. Here's the thing. That this is one of the reasons that as a parent, uh, I take mental health as seriously as physical health. You know, like you take your kid for a checkup every year for their physical health. You should be checking on their mental health, too. It's so important because to, to think that young children can't have mental health struggles is to be incredibly naive. Uh, so... Like when I was a kid, I, I had bad anxiety. I've had bad anxiety my whole life. I've had trauma my whole life, right? So uh, when I was a kid, I ended up getting an inhaler because we thought what was happening is that I had asthma. We thought I had asthma. It was panic attacks. I was having panic huh. attacks and it was infecting my breathing. I felt like I couldn't breathe. So um, they, they diagnosed me with asthma. I don't have asthma. I never had asthma. I was having panic attacks as a child and nobody connected those dots. And and so I think that's like really important, especially, you know, like being someone with mental illness, like like I don't I don't particularly know, but I, I'm more aware of it with my kids. And so it's like, you know, if they need a mental health day, they're like they're going to get it. And, and they haven't so far. Like so far they have it. I mean, like our school age kids are 10 and 5. But it's not to say that they someday won't. And and I want them to take care of themselves, too. I want them to be recognizing when they have mental health issues and physical health issues. Because, like, if you're going to take a day off because you have the flu, well, if you're having a panic attack, you take the day off for that, too. You know, you, you have to feel well in your mind and body, and and that's so important to me that my kids don't feel like they have to compromise their mental health to be productive. 
because you're not going to be you're not going to be good at being productive if you're unwell. And honestly, productivity is not the most important thing. Yeah, that's how I feel at work every day, though, too. Yeah, I just don't. Well, your do job it. sucks. I <laughs> am not a fan of my day job, but that's it is what it is. It's uh, I work for the insurance, so we need it. Yeah. Yeah. Not that it pays for much. It's it's it pays it's for the insurance. Bad. <laughs> it's better than what we would have America. to pay if we didn't have it. But insurance is a whole scam. The medical system is not something I'm going to get into right now. But we should not go on this rant right now. Actually, we'll go down a rabbit hole. We will hole. go down quite the rabbit hole and get very angry. Eat me, drink me. We will go down it. Yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> continuing. <laughs> So I think one of the, the weirdest things uh, that, that we've dealt with this week is me having to be in isolation. I was the only one who got sick in our home, thankfully, uh, and we were privileged enough to have Jimothy be able to be home, uh, which wasn't easy. He had to, like, fight his boss. His boss was like, just stay away from your spouse so you don't get sick. You keep coming to work. And he's like, all right, like, I'll bring the kids with me so they don't get sick, too. And then suddenly his boss is like, all right, like, I guess stay home. Yeah. My human resources <laughs> said that even though you're positive, uh, as long as I was feeling fine, that I should just come on into work. Yeah. So, so. that's, you know. It's not but... like back in 2020, they would have said, no, you stay home. You lock it down. Do that. And... The, no, now they're and they they even were giving like the extra time off, and now they're like, oh no, this is just everybody's going to be sick all the time. We can't afford to have workers out. No, so they don't care anymore. Yeah, you would have yeah. been better off if you'd gotten it two years ago. No, I wouldn't have had to use any PTO. It doesn't matter. I'd rather you take PTO. But anyway, so that being <laughs> said, uh, that's been like a weird a, a weird adjustment that happened in our home is that our kids. I am the default parent in our house, which is not to say that Jim doesn't parent. It's to say he works two jobs. I am home. So just generally speaking, I'm the one uh, taking kids to appointments, bringing them to and from school, uh, helping them with anything, you know, packing lunches, cooking dinner. That's that's my job. You know, that's the job that I chose. That's that's the dynamic that works for us in our home. Uh, But I had to be in isolation. I could not go downstairs. I couldn't be around our kids, our family, whatever. Uh, This made a very difficult time for Jim because the kids didn't want him. No. And they made it clear. He would be like, why aren't you listening to me? And they would say, because you're not mom. Because I think that's the thing that we have to remember, too, is that like me being sick and not being able to take care of the kids wasn't just me being sick, not being able to take care of the kids. It messed with their routine, too. Mm -hmm. And that was really hard for them. Right. Like there was there was no adjustment period. There was no uh, transition. It was mom can't hug us. Mom can't hang out with us mom can't no snuggles no kisses nothing nothing. and and that was really hard for them and so there came a couple times uh when i was sick because we do like i stayed up here like where where we film this where we record this um is is upstairs and and this whole floor is like one room and there's a bathroom a half bath up here uh so i really didn't have to go downstairs much um but you know I, i did like to bathe and so I'd, I'd find a way to like to go downstairs and I'd take a shower and then I'd like bleach the bathroom after. Uh, but there there was a day and I could hear Jim's losing it. Like he I could hear he was so frustrated and and our kids were just it was like they were over 9000 chaos. And I ended up calling the kids to the bathroom door <laughs> and I parented them through the door. I gave them a lecture and I was like, are you guys being good for dad? And all of them were just they literally they were like, no, no, no. Like, I mean, and I commend the honesty, uh, but I was like, guys, like, 
it's not his fault that I'm sick and you can't you can't take it out on him. I had to I parented them through the bathroom door uh, because they just they like they didn't know how to regulate like because it was like their whole routine changed. They missed me. I miss them. And and I know how hard it was for me and I know it was harder for them. Right. So uh, poor Jay, like he did good. I'll, I'll say he did do a good job. Uh, and I'd say by the end of my isolation period, I think things were running a lot more smoothly. But I, I never went out for milk and stayed gone. Oh my gosh. There is there is a I few there it. was a few rough days that I felt like, um, and there was a few days I had to parent the kids from upstairs. It's funny too. Uh, if you were to watch my TikToks uh, from this week, there there was a video I posted. I was talking about my daughter. I was talking about my daughter with her standardized testing, and we had a conversation. And that that story is true, uh, but the details didn't feel necessary to say in the TikTok. But that conversation happened uh, over a Discord phone call because <laughs> I was still in isolation. But when I got sick, uh, Jim put Discord on her computer so we could chat all day when she was home, and. Uh, <laughs> She was nervous about this test, so she wanted to talk to me. And she's like, I'm just going to call you. So we couldn't we couldn't be face-to-face and have this conversation. But we we just talked about it on the phone. Were and you just chatting or did you do the voice voice call? We did the voice call because Can we, I tell we, them? Started, we started with the texting. And she's like, Mom, I just need to talk to you. And she called me. So for her birthday recently, we got her a new computer so she could play games and have it actually work. Because her old laptop was falling apart. It, was it literally junk. falling apart. Literally, there, like, keys there was, breaking Half the keys off. were gone. It would overheat. Like it was, it was a mess. Terrible. So we got her a new computer. Had one built by one of our good friends. And so I put Discord on there so that she could chat with mom. It'd be a nice little thing on there. But it didn't, you know, it doesn't have a built-in microphone, no built-in cameras in the monitor, nothing like that. So what I did, she does have headphones. So she's got some headphones for her birthday. So I found a rock band microphone. Actually, I think it was from Disney Karaoke. But it was one of those USB microphones for a PlayStation 3 or an Xbox 360 or something. Took that. USB. I plugged it in USB, just a little singing microphone. Plugged that into the computer, and that's how she chats. So she basically has the headphones on and that, like a 1920s telephone that she has <laughs> while she's talking to mom. It's adorable. Uh, yeah. But so that's that's how, if you watched that TikTok and you heard about how I helped my kid with her test anxiety, that happened over a Discord phone call while I was in COVID isolation, <laughs> and my daughter was using a rock band microphone from a PS3 USB plugged into her computer. Yep. Uh, but that's parenting, you know? You got to get creative. You got to make it work. She she had a hard time with me being isolated because we're very, very close, and she messaged me the one night, and she said, how come out of everyone who could have got sick, it, it had to have been you? Uh, but what I told Jim about it was that I was happy that out of everyone who got sick, it was me, because it was always going to be me. Uh, no matter who got sick, I would have taken care of them, and I would have gotten sick, too. And so by me being the only one who got sick, we were able to save everyone else. So, Yeah. This is, this is what literally could have happened in 2020 if everyone who got sick did that. It would have stopped, but yeah. that's, that's we're not gonna get that is also again we're not gonna rant like we're gonna <laughs> there are so many topics we're like touching with a ten foot stick like are we gonna start yelling about this no maybe no I'm not gonna do it you know what we should do what should we do I'm just feeling like maybe we should start to put this thing to bed all right well we can we can start winding down with we our little bedtime routine down. yeah where can they find you Tori Phantom. 
You find me on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Like, follow me all the places, friends. I got a lot of cool content out there. Tori Phantom, Tori.Phantom on Instagram. In uh, the new exciting place you can find both Jimothy and I together is on Patreon. You want to look up the Phantom Family Patreon. Uh, Actually, and of, I think it's even Patreon.com slash Tori Phantom. It, that's true as well. Tor- that's how you get Patreon.com forward slash Tori Phantom. Uh, if you want to be a patron, you're going to get exclusive content. You're going to get voting power to help me pick my next hair colors. You're going to have a say in what kinds of videos I make for parenting content. You got a question? Join the Patreon. Ask it. I'll make a video for you. You got say's uh, in, in topics that we do for the podcast. Yeah, you're going to get bonus content a lot of outtakes from jimothy and i when we try to make tiktoks and uh, they don't go well there's a lot of those a lot of those my friends uh you're gonna you're gonna have access to our discord server you're gonna get to hang out and chat with us there so go ahead and check out patreon.com forward slash tori phantom or you can look up the phantom family patreon on the website uh where can people find you jim uh, at jimothy strange on instagram and twitter um, I think that's my Snapchat handle as well. I think uh, I, I've, I've thought Just, about if you can find me, you can a, find Jim. Okay, if basically. you can find me, you can. Find they don't Jim. care about finding me anyway. Just, I care about finding. Just find Tori Phantom. You'll you'll get to me from somewhere if you feel like it. Yes. So that's what we do. But it is about that time. Yeah, I think we ought to put this to bed. I think we should. So let's go on. Get your water. Yeah. You've got plenty. You've got you've got enough water. Right. Sweet dreams, baby. Let's go on to sleep now. Yeah, it's time to go to bed. Right. You, you don't need another snack. You don't need it. You gotta go to bed. All right, the sweetest of dreams for I your little love face. You. Good night. I love you. <laughs>